Ten years ago, this month is when Pope Francis became our Holy Father. I was serving at the diocese at that time, and after we got word of the white smoke coming out of the Sistine Chapel at the Vatican, some of us gathered with Bishop Ricken as they announced the new Pope from Argentina. I didn't know much about him at the time, um, but soon would as he got right to work. During his first year, Pope Francis gave us a document that has come to define his papacy. It's called Evangelii Gaudium, or the joy of the gospel. Bishop Ricken has been very moved by that document. It calls us to be missionary disciples, to be with other people, and then to bring them to Christ. Bishop asked us as diocesan leaders to read that document together and then discuss it. And I could see Bishop being challenged by it at times. One day I remember when Bishop said, it really is simply all about Jesus. And since that time, Bishop Ricken has focused in our diocese in a way unlike any other focus I've experienced during my priesthood. Bishop Ricken gives that focus the name Disciples on the Way and calls us to discover Jesus, to follow Jesus, to worship Jesus, and then to share Jesus. One of the questions nine years ago was how we define the word disciple. It's a church word, and we don't always know what church words mean. The phrase Bishop settled on was that a disciple is a friend and follower of Jesus. A friend and follower of Jesus. Sometimes we focus pretty heavily on what it means to follow Jesus. But before we follow him, we need to be his friends. I know in my own life how important friends are. I would not be a priest probably without some good friends in high school who helped me a lot to grow in my faith. They were my own age, and we helped each other spiritually. And those friendships in high school helped set the course for the rest of my life. When I was in college seminary, I made some friends, and a few of them were the people who helped me stay in seminary during some of the more difficult times. When I was ordained, a couple friends in particular helped me through my first five years or so of priesthood and to deepen the commitment I made at my ordination. I would not be here without a handful of friends who've really helped me to grow as a person of faith. As a priest, some of my most powerful moments have come on a level of human connection. A recent example was when I was with a couple who had lost a child in miscarriage. As I listened to their story and, and prayed with them, 
the three of us ended up simply crying together as we prayed. Jesus wants us to follow him. But first, he invites us to be his friend. Today's scripture gives us a glimpse into the human side of Jesus. Yes, Jesus had friends. Mary Magdalene and John the Apostle, the Evangelist, were special friends of his. So too were Martha and Mary and their brother Lazarus. The gospel today makes that very clear. Do you remember some of the phrases we just heard? The one you love is ill. Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus. Our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I'm going to awaken him. Jesus wept. See how he loved him. Jesus had friends. People became friends of Jesus. And those who became friends of Jesus followed him and became his disciples. Bishop Ricken calls us to be friends and followers of Jesus. We're called to discover, to follow, to worship, and to share Jesus. As the diocese, we're now focused on worshiping Jesus, especially through a deepened understanding of the Mass and the Eucharist. Since mid-January, Father Kevin and I, last week Father Luke, have been focusing on Bishop's pastoral letter on the Mass in our homilies. Today is the last homily in that series, and it's the last of the five alive practices that Bishop offers to us to help us grow in faith. And those five alive practices, again, are the Mass, Lexio Divina, Eucharistic Adoration, Confession, and the Rosary. The Rosary for hundreds of years has been a special prayer in which Mary draws us closer to her son, Jesus. On the cross, Jesus gave Mary to us as our mother. Mary desires to be so close to us. Mary and the saints become, in a sense, our good friends, always pulling for us, praying for us. Once we become comfortable with the rosary, it often becomes a very special prayer for us. I know that has been the case for me. Praying the rosary draws me into a deeper relationship with Jesus, Mary, and Joseph, and at times with the people with whom I pray. Praying the rosary with friends has helped me grow closer not only to God, but also to them. Father Matt Rappel and I used to go for a walk often in the evening and pray the rosary as we walked through the neighborhood. 
Some people who come to daily Mass here have become good friends through praying the rosary together before or after Mass. The rosary has helped me to realize in a concrete way all those friends we have in heaven, starting with Mary. Many of us don't pray the rosary because we're not sure we remember how or we never really learned. So I've got a sheet in the gathering space today for you to take home that has instructions on it. It's not overly complicated. Otherwise, just ask a friend or, or Google it. Mass is where we pray as a local community. Our faith draws us into friendship with each other. We're united at Mass with people around the world who gather today and people who through time have gathered every Sunday since Easter Sunday in the year 33 AD. Here at Mass, we gather with our friends in heaven, the saints, and here we gather with our mother Mary, who is so close to us and who always draws us closer to the most important one, Jesus. Jesus invites us into a deep friendship with him. Will we respond? Will we become friends and followers of Jesus? Jesus.